Hello and welcome to episode four of the Lesbian Supper Club. What a week we've had. It has been absolutely mental. I have no idea actually what has happened, but clearly the world needs more lesbians. But I've been telling people that. I've been saying mm. you need more lesbians. And here we are. We've delivered. Um, so we wanted to say again, we said it in the last episode, but we are truly thankful to all of the people that have supported us on this journey so far it has been amazing and to do something that we love so much has been incredible yeah and we have so much passion for it so much drive if any like I feel a little bit gayer by doing this and um, that's never a bad thing oh it's a bad thing for me because I didn't need any more ammunition no now I've got it so I'm borderline (laughs) like it's danger zone so I'm keeping myself in check nobody should have actually given you a microphone well, they clearly should have because we're not in the comedy <laughs> no, charts because of you, bitch. It's because it's me. I know. And this, this is what I mean. It's the ego. The head is getting large. It's not the ego. It's just the truth. <laughs> For us to have that solid entertainment throughout the week is, um, is, is incredible. And it actually makes me feel a little bit better about the kind of situations I've had in my life. Because now I'm like, okay, lesbians really are mm-hmm. doing something. They're doing bits. Oh, if you think you've done bad like the inbox someone's telling us we've done worse yeah so that's helping I mean you're saying all of this about how we've made it into the charts we're still in the charts and climbing it's been an insane insane week yeah all I've really given a shit about is the fact that I can't fucking walk at the moment because I've slipped a disc in my back (laughs) um so whilst this is you know I'm happy I am happy I'm smiling at the moment through gritted teeth because I'm in so much pain (laughs) so I'm probably going to be even more of a cock on this episode than what yeah. I usually am. Just, you know, PSA to that. It's bear with the thorn syndrome. Like you've really, yeah. You, oh, yeah. yeah. Everything's been magnified by like 100% now that you've got your slip disc, bit of scoliosis. Mm-hmm. Only hot girls get scoliosis, by the way. It's a tall girl problem, generally. It is. Yeah. It's a hot girl problem. We are Scarlett and, and Freya. And the thing is is that people always think that you're actually Freya I've had loads of comments so so highly offensive (laughs) they go they um they see the videos and they're like oh funny that I thought your name was Freya and I was Scarlett yeah so Freya's the blonde one with short hair Scarlett is the brunette with long hair we Mm. are a lesbian couple who have been together for the last nearly five years which is and 500 years we, in lesbian years, by the way, just to let you guys know, yeah. if you didn't already. Yeah, and um, we've mentioned this before. We basically got so bored in our relationship. We were like, how can we spice things up? Instead of breaking up, let's start a podcast. <laughs> That's a lie, I'm joking. We def- <laughs> this, was, this was option B. Yeah, either we're option B? Either we're breaking up, the house is gone, the dog's gone. Or- no, it wasn't. I, no, because I feel like I, this, we give you, each other, I love you so yeah, much. Yeah, I love you too. I love you a lot. And, um, oh, I know, she absolutely hates it. But the thing is that we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to do this with one another if we didn't have a hell of a lot of respect and love for one another. So And um, a lot of, a lot, lot of fun. patience. A lot of fucking patience. On your behalf, I don't need patience. Oh, really? Oh, no, oh, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was a compliment. I'm not used to that. I thought you were going straight in for like... <laughs> But we kind of wanted to talk about just like start this off because this past like couple of weeks, there's been some bad LGBTQ plus news and there's been some good LGBTQ yes. plus news. First of all, the cancellation of our word generation Q. This is just 
another one lesbian, of many. one of many shows. We're talking a league of their own, where they're giving us a pity for episode season next because mm-hmm. they don't want lesbians to start rioting and burning down houses, which we probably still will. Um, we've got the Wilds, which did incredibly well on Amazon Canceled. Prime. Cancelled. That's just, yeah, because they weird. brought in a load of men and they made it shit. But before it was like all women and lesbians, and it did incredibly mm-hmm. well. Um, and so now for our word Generation Q, obviously there's more than that, but now for our word Generation Q to be finished, mm-hmm. when it is, you know, we're talking about a hell of a load of diversity in their lesbian culture, lesbian life that had a big following mm-hmm. and now is being scrapped. However, apparently Eileen, it's Eileen Shaken who did the original L word, is looking to relaunch another L word with the original characters, which is good news which is amazing but it still doesn't detract from the fact like what the fuck is happening in the media Mm -hmm. why are we it really does feel like we're going backwards at the Mm -hmm. moment it it truly truly does yeah it feels like we are less progressive actually now than we were 10 years ago yeah because as much as more things are coming out like us for example this podcast is coming out it is getting pulled and it's getting shit on and it's getting Mm cancelled like you know again what's happening in america with people trying to hide their children from drag shows oh my grow God. the fuck up like grow hide them up. from the fucking church yeah literally Do you know what i mean oh my god I've, I've actually got an amazing church story from my local church have you was it a pedo yeah knew it yeah yeah but like no no <laughs> oh don't why am i like bad okay i'm i'm smiling not because i find it at all I'm funny smiling. Out of sheer, <laughs> sorry no it's but- out of smugness <laughs> yeah because i'm like you fuckers make out as if the lgbtq plus community that's what i mean is dangerous and it's you fucking lot you're looking in the mirror you're trying to use us to hide your own fucking perverted ways you yeah. bastards you little dirty buggers you fucking dirty old Perver. bastards that's <laughs> not my nut <laughs> sorry to detract i really shouldn't be but this it just like all of this is slightly a generational problem as well right and like my nan love her to pieces and she you know she's very very inclusive she's the type of person that anyone could knock on her door she'd have them in tea coffee and biscuits but also sometimes the shit that comes out of her mouth because of Mm. they've just kind of been conditioned for so long they don't even realize when we found out one of our local vicars was a paedophile, there were twins, right? One was good, one was bad. So it was like good, bad, oh good dear. twin, evil twin. She went, oh, isn't it a shame though? He's got to go to prison now. Said, of course what? he's got to go to fucking prison, Nan. He's been, he's what? been fucking raped. Why is she saying that? Oh, oh, he's old. It doesn't matter. Fucking brilliant. Let him, a fucking Let him rot. Let him rot in a cell, Nan. And we all were just like, oh yeah, but he's old now. Nan, babe, hun, he's oh, still dear. a pedo. Oh, Sandra. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on in the media right now with Yeah, with I hate. know for a fact that if I had children, I would much rather take them to Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race than yep. take them to Sunday school. 100%. <laughs> Literally. They'd learn more. Yeah. Yeah. Any they learn queer, how to slut drop. Any queer show, any drag show. <laughs> There's this guy that I follow that is incredible and I can't actually remember his name, but he's on TikTok and he basically will print screen all of the comments from these horrendous men and then will like sh- name and shame them. Yeah. And it's like, dude, what yeah. what is going on? And then so all of this is going on, yet they will focus on anti trans rights, anti drag queens. And I'm like, you are pointing in the complete wrong direction. 
you mm-hmm. have no idea well you well you do know the threat but you're mm-hmm. not focusing on the threat that there actually is um how about america sorts out their fucking gun laws before they do anything else yeah you know mm-hmm. just sort out your gun laws and sort then, le- and then but again like these comments that you're referencing i will know for an absolute fact and i will put this down on this podcast not a single one of those comments will be from a drag queen or drag queen fact no i don't even need to look at them to know that that will be the case yeah so Vile. yeah this is bullshit but yeah. we're coming back absolute fucking bullshit but that's why we love doing what we do we ain't we're... being cancelled believe me <laughs> i'll do anything <laughs> there's no fucker that can cancel us actually because we're just doing this off our own back with all of our legendary friends yeah. you can't take this from us and we'll you're never fucking take you're never taking this from us believe me <laughs> believe me we came across a video um by this trans woman called lily who is incredible by the way and um, we've recently discovered her and we're gonna tag her in um in the you know in the bio of of this podcast and also we will be shouting her out on the Les- lesbian supper club pod because lily also has a um podcast podcast well. yeah. which hands up I haven't listened to yet because this literally came to light this morning we hadn't planned to man- mention this on this podcast but, we'll but put it, it came to light and we found it so poignant that we were like we have to talk about this mm-hmm. and we have to shed light on this because it's absolutely fucking horrific and I want to say that I'm shocked and appalled and I'm definitely appalled but I'm not shocked yeah and this is the sad thing mm. about this story so Basically, this came up on my Instagram this morning and it was a video that Lily had posted herself and she was sat in a restaurant in America, innocently eating a meal with her dog. The very fucking cute dog, by the way. Very cute dog. And I think, again, I really don't know too much about this person because we've not had the chance to really look into what Lily does, etc. But I think she, you know, works in kind of... Um, social media influencing doing the podcast etc so I assume was naturally just recording herself mm-hmm. as part of her content and out of nowhere some woman I'm assuming this person's a woman she probably she's got to identify as a woman because if you identify well as anything she's not else, gonna be she's not gonna be the way exactly. that she is she is a woman yeah and she came she came up to Lily and just out of nowhere wanted to spread hate hate crime hate crime whilst lily is just sat there eating her meal like Mm -hmm. anyone else would like to do and this woman takes it upon herself to literally just yell across the restaurant well she started it off by basically saying she was a turf yeah turf yeah which is a trans exclusionary radical feminist and i before coming on here to talk about this today wanted to make sure that I you know was 100% informed of this before I came on here and basically all that needs to be as a description under Wikipedia for a turf is I am a cunt like that's all you need to say <laughs> you, you know there's there's paragraphs it's really I'm a unnecessary fucking stupid I cunt. am yeah. a bigoted little <laughs> cunt done finished so that's all we need to know yeah there, there really is nothing else do to you know say. what makes me laugh so much though is that not laugh, but like laugh out of fury is that this woman comes in and she's like, well, you can be who you want to be and I'm a turf. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, well, we, 
you you don't have to fucking shout that you're a twat, <laughs> that you're a bigot. Yeah. I don't understand why you're you're putting yourself proud. in the same box as a trans person because they're like, well, I identify as a twat. <laughs> they don't even say twat, do they? They say twat. Yeah. Anyway, she was that really enraged me though because I was sat there watching this and you think how fucking demoralizing and how embarrassing for that woman as well though who gives you the fucking right you're embarrassing do you know i've been thinking about this all morning and i've been thinking about why people hate crime people and why people are hateful towards people and i think it's two things it's a you are just born a fucking piece of shit Mm. And I don't care what good you've done for society. If you are speaking ill of people like, you know, like that of any kind of what you would class as different from yourself, mm-hmm. you are a piece of shit. Yeah. And I also think it comes down to you're just thick as actual fuck. You've got to be missing because something. the annoying thing about bigots, right, and homophobes and transphobes and racists is... I have tried multiple times. I mean, I've nearly given myself about four fucking heart attacks. I've had a brain hemorrhage and I swear <laughs> it's because of bigots. Because I've wound myself up so fucking much. The a blood vessel in my brain just gone, yeah, bye. Is that, <laughs> you can't argue with thick. No, And you this can't. is what is so annoying, right? I have actually had interesting conversations with people before who have been... Uh, transphobic or racist or you know homophobic and I've been able to sit down with them and I shouldn't have to do this no one should have to do this it's really not by the way just PSA we shouldn't have to fucking educate anyone we shouldn't but sometimes I take the take the time to do it because I get so enraged I cannot Mm -hmm. help myself I cannot stop myself and I have very very rarely had people turn around and go I'll hold my hands up do you know what? Mm. I was wrong. I shouldn't have to have fucking educated you, but it's, you know, I've changed someone. But 99.9% of yeah. the time, you can't even have a conversation with these people because they're just so fucking stupid. Yeah. Bottom of a, the barrel, fucking scraping it right down there. Uh, do you Done. know what? Put them all on a boat. Put them in an island. With, with, a work, with an engine that doesn't work. <laughs> And fucking get in a speedboat and drive off. Put them in an island with no food or water. Because none of them will be smart enough to be able to figure out how to eat or drink. True. And then they'll just fucking die. Survival of the fittest at the end of the day. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that is horrendous. And we definitely want to speak more about this when when we can have our our trans friends on board as well. Like you said, we want to be able to have that voice from them because yeah. it's not a lived experience for us but just coming from the lesbians we you know we obviously we fully support trans people and trans rights on the lighter side of lgbtq plus news so on the other end we've got anne hathaway and michaela cole have um just been announced to be in a lesbian um i think it's like a drama or like a film that they're coming out with i am so excited so for am i but if it's another queer bay i'm gonna be pissed the right no off. i don't think it is because, <laughs> because they have announced that that you know it is going to be kind of like centralized around that and they are both massive lgbtq plus advocates and feminists which, which is a, which very important really really well first of all i can't wait to see it because they're both hot secondly i and this is contrary to what some people might think so i kind of want to put this out there I think it's good and I think it's a positive for straight or at least straightish um, 
celebrities, actors, etc., to be playing queer roles. The reason behind this is because I think that it gives so much more exposure to so many other people out Mm -hmm. there that aren't exclusively in that community that would watch it, right? So your bigoted uncle, fucking aunt, is going to actually stumble across this because they love Anne Hathaway. They might want to watch it. And it's encouraging to see someone that they already like portraying this character. And it does. And it's brave. And I don't want to say brave. It's not not brave. It's not brave. But back in the day they wouldn't have had a straight person playing a gay role because they'd be like oh this might ruin my career mm-hmm. because I'm playing a queer character and there's so many homophobes and out I there. think what else is also really good about this is that like it is it's subliminally educating people right because yes. if like you say you mentioned these two amazing a-list actresses they will have a lot of followers and a lot of fans who are bigoted twats mm-hmm. and they are so stupid that they'll be like, well, if my idol does it, I'll like it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> be like, I'm going to scissor tomorrow. I'm going to give it a good go. <laughs> I've never been gay, but I am now because Anne is. <laughs> good old Anne Hathaway. No, but this is the thing. Like, I think that is the good side. And this yeah. is what I feel like can really, like you said, educate in, in not a so explicit way because they will fall upon it a little mm-hmm. bit more because it is going to have more of a profile b- behind it yes. as well. Obviously, the whole point is that we should have a lot more A-list celebrities which do identify as gay, pansexual, bisexual, are transgender, Mm -hmm. are non-binary. The point is we should already be at a point that we have those A-listers that can just play that role. Yeah, because they are queer and they're playing queer roles. Mm -hmm. Sadly, we are not at that point. We will get there one day. But also, you know, if straight people can play queer roles, queer people can play straight roles. It shouldn't be exclusive on either ways. Sorry, on either sides. Mm -hmm. But we do have a pitiful small amount of the queer community in in high paid roles throughout any single industry. Can I just say though, they're not out. No. There are a lot of them out there that are a list who are queer or identify somewhere on that but spectrum. But that's problematic in its that's own right. A- so this episode, we actually really wanted to delve into heartbreak. Specifically le- lesbian heartbreak. There is nothing- I don't care about other heartbreak. No, no, no. My but- straight friends break up with their boyfriends and I'm like, oh God, oh. that's so sad. And I'm literally like, fucking yes. There is nothing sadder more desperate and demoralizing than lesbian heartbreak i mean i trauma i can speak on a first-hand experience the horrendous experience that i have actually had through breakups and particularly i mean all lesbian heartbreak is bad but your first lesbian heartbreak if you're bouncing back from that shit you're fucking bouncing back from anything in this life you're gonna survive an apocalypse oh i truly truly believe that yeah if you are recovering from a lesbian breakup, you 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 I, are Jesus. I actually almost put myself into rehab, not even, <laughs> but not even for alcohol. Like literally, just to be on a fucking ward, just to be like, yeah, straight jacket me because yeah, I can't. literally. No, I actually did. Yeah, I, like, can I was see that so upset you. that they were like, "Do you want to stay here?" When I saw my psychiatrist, and I was like, "Maybe I might have to." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, 
we, we, I mean, I got over it. Like it was literally like 10 p.m. that night. I was like, I'm actually, we talk yeah, kindly. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we talk kindly on this podcast, but I think we've mentioned potentially before, and we will go into this in the future as well about kind of the phases of lesbian relationships and why we think so many of them don't reach year two. Mm. Um, and there was a point of during mine and Freya's relationship where we just weren't getting on, and you know we 14 were 14 month mark. Yeah, 14, 14th to 16th month mark. And we were both having these thoughts separately, but too scared to kind of talk about them to each other. Yeah. But it was playing on my mind where I was like, I know that Freya will be so feral <laughs> if I walk away. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it would have been. It is keeping me here a bit. Like, <laughs> I would, I'm like the fucking Tasmanian devil. You try and break her. up with me and I start spinning around and in guys, circles. guys, by like, the honestly, way, I'm not... <laughs> I want. I'm I don't really want to do you. I don't want to do you dirty here. Not in a toxic way, but in a kick a puppy kind of way. You know what I mean? Like, what do you she, fucking mean? Because you don't. Because you're so lovable. Yeah. That it would be me. like, I'd be like Freya, no, and you. But well, I'm not taking that for an answer. Yeah. And you just keep coming back, and then I'd have to get more and more fierce and to try I'm and like, cut I'm you off. The dog. And it's you brilliant. do, it's a brilliant we line. call it like dicky basically. So it's a Somerset euthanism. Like when someone's being stupid for no reason, we'll be like, you're having a dicky on just to educate people on Somerset. <laughs> like I do have a right dicky and on. And I say to Freya all the time, I'll be like, you would ha- be so dicky. Because she'd be like, <laughs> like I, just, I know it. Yeah, but do you know what it makes it worse? Is that like... I'd just so die of starvation. Like, you would die of starvation. But before that, like you, you act very like solemn like there's no emotion that goes on there okay so that for someone like me is so much worse because then I'm like why the fuck aren't you crying I'm literally like shitting myself in the corner out of pure desperation and sadness and you're just sat there like yeah on your phone and yeah, that but my is childhood experiences have made ever. me shut off in yes. high stress situations I totally get it but when you're in the situation yeah, on the yeah, other yeah, side yeah. you're like I'm gonna literally smash my head against the wall okay right but now. we're not ta- we're not, we're not talking up. about we're not talking about no, no, breakup. No, no, no. but leading on from like why I'm actually like this I yeah. believe is because of past experiences mm-hmm. from those heartbreaks. So it's almost like a muscle memory of like, I remember how bad it was and specific things that really like triggered me into into acting the way that I did with you, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like if I'd see like an inch of a similar mm-hmm. personality trait within like a kind of like argument situation linked to a previous breakup, I then suddenly am like, you don't love me. You want to yeah. leave me you're getting in your car right now, that means that you're never coming back. Which like is why I think... Whereas you're like, I'm just getting myself some space. Yes, which, which is, is why fine. I, yeah, and and this is why I think that we struggled a lot more at the start and now our communication is so good. This this actually doesn't happen, would, doesn't happen anymore because no. we have both had to unlearn the behaviours mm-hmm. and those knee-jerk reactions from our previous relationships for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to say shit about you, no. which is really I'm amazing because I do love I you really so am. much. And it, but... I'm trying to think. I know you've probably got some stuff you can no. say about me. Oh, you do. No. Oh, you do. Oh, no. baby, you do. Do I? Do you not know how bad my memory is? Oh, that is that works in my favour. It does work very well in your um, favour. My memory yeah. is so bad that I watched Jenny's wedding the other day just to trigger my memory of my own coming out story because I actually forgot mm-hmm. how bad it was. And so then I'm sat there watching Jenny's wedding. She's crying is in bed. Film, literally crying blubbing 
Yeah, you need therapy, but we can't afford it right now. <laughs> yeah, we do need that. This is my therapy. So, Freya, we're, we're digressing massively. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Please tell me about your first lesbian... Well, well, one of them. Just a bad lesbian one. heartbreak and the one that pained you. I think the one that pained me the most, I'm not going to like mention like the situation really, but I think for me, the worst thing is when you feel completely helpless and you cannot have a voice in the situation. Mm -hmm. So when you are in this situation, I was really deeply painfully in love with this, with this woman girl at the time, I'd say. Um, And I, so desperately wanted to kind of get my point across but what happens is and I feel like this happens in lesbian relationships specifically maybe not maybe it could actually be actually no I think this is general there is usually one person that is in the power in this situation right I was not the person in this power in this situation so I was in a really really bad way and it made me really desperate I think that for me because I thought I planned out so many things with this person and I had a life with them and my whole life actually and again this happens in like very extreme lesbian relationships this doesn't I don't think this is the same in our situation but like in my ex's situation it was like my whole life revolved around her so all of my friends yeah. were her oh, friends no, this or, is... or something or you know I, I I just I centralized her in my life right so when no she... no can I sorry I just really want to cut you there because mm. actually I was going to say this myself is that one of the reasons why I think lesbian breakups are harder is because we do often merge so we, we, merge we become best friends and all of our friends became become the same best friends mm-hmm. and I think in heterosexual relationships you usually maintain different friendship groups yeah Right. So that's one thing. They're like, I'm going out with the girls. Yeah. So that makes it even harder. But the one thing I'll say in your situation here, because obviously I know about this because we're together. I'm not going to pretend that I don't. Is not only were your friendships maybe the same, you cut off a lot of your life. You were so focused on this person. This isn't actually this person's fault. because You should have stood up and said, no, I'm prioritizing myself still. I'm not blaming her. You cut off lots of different um avenues for yourself outside of this person Mm -hmm. sorry I just wanted to make that clear no no that's very that's very clear and queer like I I honestly when I say that like I can't remember the whole thing because it went on for months right of like there was a lot of blocking unblocking on her behalf which if you're doing this to someone right now fucking stop and grow up it's so fucking immature like it was so horrific because it came out of nowhere as well it wasn't like although i I say that there's been times me and Freya have had arguments i've turned off my fine friends oh so So i'm I'm do you know what jokes on you bitch because i've got your icloud password i'm a yeah so i can just log right in and see her location there was no rhyme or reason to the blocking part right so initially the blocking was like i'm cutting you out that's it you're blocked okay totally get that then you unblock me you say a load of stuff. You say, oh, I still love you. I still miss you. And then block out of nowhere. And then I will be waiting for by my phone for like two weeks. Suddenly there's a call. You've unblocked me again. Yeah. And because, and this went on so many times. Like, un- I can't even count how many times it's this happened. It's a massive, right? massive head fuck. It's the biggest head fuck I've ever been through in my life. And I was so desperate because I loved this person so much that I was like, this might be wrong. 
but I love you so much. And now this like adrenaline high that I'm going yes. every time you call me, yep. it's like a reward. It's like, oh, here's some dopamine. It's I've, the emotional high and low, right? isn't yeah, it? Exactly. That's what so keeps you coming back. The, the highs, highs are so, are so high good. Because the lows yes. are so low. Yeah. And so then I was like, oh my fucking God, she's called. I will literally get in my car right now and I'll drive and I'll do anything and I'll shove my finger up my ass. <laughs> and I'll do, do you know what I mean? And it's like, I I actually, I'm, I'm that type of person that would get so fucking like dicky. Like you say, I'll shove a remote up my ass <laughs> because I don't know what else to do. Like I, just get so wound up and like in this situation and it and it it, it does take time because you've really is, got sorry, to retrain your brain but in it, <laughs> because freya's not exaggerating when she <laughs> says this like has anyone ever watched those vines where like the kids would be like <laughs> and just go fucking stupid this is freya so like once i was at her house and she was having an argument with her mum <laughs> this is so good can we just say that i'd had some lorazepam the day before and which my mum had given her which because i had have. a really bad panic attack on that day so then the next day i was on like a come down on lorazepam which made me crazy yeah and the valium freya usually takes as diazepam and lorazepam is different stronger so she's arguing with her mum and she gets so angry she's like right we're going out to walk the dog well she didn't say it like this i'm saying it a lot more calmly i was like i'm like okay cool let's get the dog and go out and we walk outside of Freya's house and there's like a green, like just like a garden green. And there's a tree, right? And Freya is so angry. She, you know, the kid that's like, and does all that. Yeah. She picks up a stick, like a massive plank of wood and starts whacking this tree. It's that bit pure it's like, rage. It's just acting so fucking sh- I've never seen anything like I've actually it. never seen Scarlett laugh so I hard, was, actually. It, she was it pissing got herself. so ridiculous. It was fine. She's like, and like literally <laughs> just fucking throwing. And by the way, like there's a row of houses. So all of the neighbours, she was 26 at the time, yeah, I was, was watching a 26-year-old adult battering a tree with a piece of wood like an actual fucking child that the woman walked past and she was like you look like you needed that i, was like, I fucking did all right and then but then i also i'm one of those people that will like have a rage like that and then suddenly i'm like okay i'm fine now yeah and she'll and come off the, on dog she walk. will come off the ledge so quickly that's why sometimes like we're arguing she'll be on one i'll be like i'll see you in five minutes freya and just see you in five babe <laughs> like, and then she'll and come then in she'll usually then come in with food and be like I'm sorry. And then we just move on. <laughs> sorry, go back. I had to tell the... I it had is quite funny. That the poor sti- fucking stick tree. And tree. Stick and tree, baby. But yeah, no, I... Um, but yeah, so can I just say, actually, I didn't act so erratically like when we'd like <laughs> meet up. It would just be me sobbing like a little baby. I was also coming off... Sertraline. No, Sertraline. Um, and if anyone's ever been on Sertraline, you'll know that you feel really numb when you're on this drug, uh, on this antidepressant. So you'll feel really, really numb. You'll only ever, I could only ever process anger, which was actually one of the reasons why we kind of like split up because I had no emotions, like no yeah. sadness, no nothing. It was awful. And it felt terrible because it's like, nobody likes to feel anger. It's a horrible feeling. And like, nobody likes to not be able to cry or, or have any kind of emotion. So... I took it upon myself to take myself off it in the aid of the relationship and then coming off it whilst going through that breakup. I've never cried so much. Like when I say just ugly tears, you know, when you're like driving and you're like, what if I just... I actually truly feel so sorry for your mum and all your family at this point. Oh, as in like I would wake up, I'd go downstairs, I'd have like a shitty roll-up cigarette, a black coffee and just be sat there crying. Like as in... streams at like 6am because I had a shitty cafe job at the same time as well I'd get to that cafe job and I'd be working at the dishwasher Mm -hmm. and just be sobbing at like any given moment it was it was ridiculous but 
I think if you've ever experienced heartbreak like that, my God, I feel you. And if you're going through it right now, please actually DM me because I will offer free But going back to the specifics of this with lesbians as well. And we've been talking about this a lot recently, right? Heterosexual relationships, we we said last week, they're not easier, they're not harder. They are easier for the reason that they already have a script, right? Mm. So heterosexual relationships, you see it in the media, you see it in books, it's it's everywhere. So you already have a almost guide, might not be a good one, but you have some kind of guide of how to deal with things in your life, mm-hmm. like breakups, like first dates, et cetera, et cetera, which we don't have which is why I think our behavior is so fucking rogue sometimes because we don't have that core mm. like thing that's just been taught literally from the moment but I also born. actually think that it's really good because we it can rewrite good, what but there's that scenarios looks like, where but there it's are bad s- like this one you've got no guide yeah to, to so help you yeah. for example when you talk about you had nothing beyond this person you didn't at this point like when we met I remember thinking this person is amazing and she has so much potential and she's so talented in multiple ways but she she has based herself on pleasing other people so mm-hmm. much that you have nothing to fall back on, which is why I, even though I loved you so much and I wanted to be with you, I was like, if me and this person don't even work out, I want to create this person a foundation that even Do if you we walk away, or what? you were my charity. <laughs> I'm, You've done your bit for society. Do you know what? All you Jesus lovers say I'm not going to fucking heaven because I'm gay. I'm going to heaven because the work I've done for this bitch. You took me from and bridal the amount shop, of money I've do- and the cafe. amount of money I've da- chari- uh, uh, donated to dog charities. Trust me, I'm going to heaven. If she's there, I'm fucking going. I've I've got a golden ticket. I actually do. You I've can do d- no wrong I've, now. I've done a lot of charity work. You're not the only one. You had no guide, and it was just not okay for you. I think honestly, sometimes when you're in heartbreak, you can't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Like as cliche as that sounds, you can't see a world that you will live and experience in without feeling that amount of pain. But and because lesbians make so much. But can I just say so one quickly. thing? If somebody and this especially goes for lesbian relationships as well, if she doesn't want to fucking be with you, oh, let right, her fucking go. Let Fuck her go right because actually, it's like why on? I look back at it and I'm like. Why the fuck did I waste my time on someone who didn't even want to be in the same fucking yeah. room as me? That is actually embarrassing on me. It's not I'm embarrassing, like, but no, no, but it's, it's but it's also like take control. Take control. It's like they don't want to be with you. That's their problem. That's yeah. their loss. Oh my, oh my god! Like, why was I worrying? But these so again, much? but these experiences are just all a learning curve. They are, yeah. And it's, learn it's growing. You ha- it's growing pains. Like you will go for it. Everyone will make the mistake. Just. Make it once, fine. Make it again. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And I'd love to hear because you you've got something. And I say this because heartbreak. My story. heartbreak story is like one person, but multiple heartbreaks within that because we broke up so many times and the re- relationship was very up and down and tumultuous. This person had a a you know the the person I was in a relationship had a massive hold on me and I only see it now because I'm older and it was my first gay relationship and just I was just young and you know in love with this person and wasn't thinking about what was right or wrong was just letting this person dictate my whole life so we went through we got together and then randomly four months later she was like I don't want to be with you anymore whilst I was at my cleaning job thank you babe 
And I was just crying in mm. a in a Tesco's car park. Did it just come out of nowhere? Was that like pretty much? I yeah, just, just like I don't think that we're right for each other, even though everything was fine. And then I was crying into a prawn sandwich in a Tesco's car park. Prawn sandwich is the most rookie fucking sandwich that you fuck could buy. Fuck the fuck off! I love prawn sandwiches from Tesco, That's especially the healthy living up. ones. I have had one before though that was dodgy, and we won't talk about that. But generally, <laughs> I do love a prawn sandwich from Tesco. Can you imagine crying over a prawn sandwich? That is the saddest. No, thing not about over it, into it. <laughs> And my tears were adding extra salt that the healthy living option was not fucking giving me, okay? I remember that vividly. (laughs) Then I was begging her to take me back. So, again, similar thing. I was like, well, I've got a T-shirt of yours, so I have to come and see you. Not a soccer T-shirt. So, took up the T-shirt, begged for her back, got back together. And this was, I say this was the time of Snapchat, but I know all the Gen Zs are using Snapchat again now. So like, they this were is using... when it fucking launched and people were using it. Yeah. They had the dog emoji or whatever the hell so it was. So dog filter. we got back together. We were driving in the car together and I was, I saw a notification come up and I was like, I don't recognize that name. Knew all this person's friends. Straight away, this person, for someone who lied so chronically, was the one of the worst liars I've ever met in my whole life. <laughs> she gave it away in a second. So I was like, right, well, we're on the M5. So if you don't tell me who the fuck this is right now, I will pull over on the hard shoulder. It was dark and it was raining. You can get out of my car. Yeah. So sure enough, she fessed up. She had gone to London of a weekend, which I wasn't aware of because she was living in Bath at the time. Okay. Gone to a club, met a girl, made out with the girl. Mm-hmm. And instead of coming clean, mm-hmm. then just dumped me. So Beautiful. that was breakup number one that we got through. Classic. Well, we didn't get through. I just took her back. And then there was like multiple other times that similar things had happened. Do you know what? No, no, no. Do you know what makes that worse though? It is not so much the fact. That, yeah, it's about the shit, right? But she was obviously planning on doing that because she didn't even tell you that she was going to London. No, I had no idea. Yeah, do you know what was worse. Do you know what I, I mean? Gave... It's not like I was like, oh yeah, I'm going out tonight. Do you and know what? I made out with someone. <laughs> like I, from the get go, was like, you're not gonna know. Oh, where it I was am. always. It was it. The the plan was, was there. Always She'd been speaking to that girl. Do you know what was what? hundred percent. I but yeah. I saw that girl about six years later in Monkey. She didn't know who I was, but I knew who she was. And I thought, do I shove this coat hanger up your ass? And then I decided against yeah, it. Yeah, because she but didn't do way, anything girl, wrong. She, she didn't. It's never actually the other girl's no, fault. No, it's your ex. Shove a coat hanger up our Do you know what was worse about that situation, though? <laughs> is I, I'd i given her the money <clears throat> to go to London. Cause she was like, I have no money. Cause she was at uni and I was working because I didn't go to university. I actually just didn't have the privilege to go, which was hilarious because she was in uni with more privilege and didn't have the money. And I gave it to her whilst I was working a cleaning job. Lol. And so Joe, I gave go, her the money to go and finger another girl. Love it. She didn't even, but I, I couldn't even fucking be there to join in. She didn't even give me the opportunity, which is a hate crime. So do you know how much she would have literally have shaved off all your hair at the time of a threesome if that situation ever came? Like not everyone is built for a threesome. Let's just no. put that out there. That would Oh no, I did have a foursome well. with her, remember? Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. But she started crying midway through and went to the bathroom. That's not that sexy. was weird. We'll talk about that another That ain't day. sexy at all. That would be like an open relationship, poly kind of. That was breakup number one. Gave her cash to go and finger another girl in London. Um, breakup, I, do you know, there's so many I can't even remember, but I will skip because, you know, we're, we've taken so much fucking time already. Yeah, the main, the main bit of your heartbreak. Like, what was the it bit? Actually, I remember? took her back after this, but it was definitely the beginning of the end. Was one night. We lived in separate locations and she was like, I am not in a good mental space. She did really suffer with her mental health. 
which, you know, have a lot of empathy and compassion for because so do I, so do a lot of us, but don't use it as an excuse to be a cunt. I'm just going to mm-hmm. put that out there. Amen. She was like, I am having a really terrible time, so I'm just going to stay at home, relax, and like be on my own, basically. Like, I'm not really going to be on my phone, I'm not really going to contact you. Even though she'd already cheated on I me mean, like three times before this, I was like, yeah, no worries. <laughs> you carry on, my love. Do you love. want some cash pasture at it? Do want, yeah. Do you want fiver? Um... <laughs> Anyway, time had passed and I just really hadn't heard from her. So I was panicking. I was really panicking. You were worried about her. I'm Genuinely, guessing. I was like, yeah. like, her mental health isn't good. So mm. I'm really concerned. So it'd been going on for a few hours and couldn't get, couldn't, didn't hear from her, didn't know where she was, didn't know what she was doing. So I ended up getting really desperate and messaging her sister mm-hmm. and saying, look, can you just let me know if she's in the house and she's okay? Because I'm truly, really worried. And she was like, oh, mum dropped her at the train station a few hours ago. So I'm like, oh, for fuck sake. And I just say, we had made friends with a couple of lesbians six months prior to this. And my girlfriend at the time and one of these girls were basically fucking in front of my eyes. Like, they'd basically be fucking in front of my eyes. And I just didn't do anything about it. And so her sister was like, you, um, yeah, mum dropped her at the train station. So I'm like, I know where this bitch has gone. Because this other girl lived in Essex. So I'm like, I know she's in fucking Essex. I know she's in the pier on South End on Sea right now. And I probably know what she's doing. Still couldn't get hold of her for hours. So we mentioned in the last episode, like, lesbian detectives, like any good lesbian detective would do. I guess the password to her Instagram within two tries. Two. Straight in there. Straight in. Cheating cunt 101, exclamation mark. Yeah, literally, (laughs) I'm a wanker. Logged in to think what I was going to find was, you know, a way to contact like someone in her friendship group or something like find a number because I didn't have any of Mm. her friendship group numbers of just someone else to try and get hold of her. Oh, what I found was a lot more than that. So not only did I know at this point she had gone to Essex, to hang out and sleep with another girl behind my back who was meant to be my friend. No, 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 this gets worse. I logged into the Instagram, (laughs) unread messages from someone of an Instagram name that I'd never recognised before. I opened the messages to discover this bitch, and you are a bitch, you're like, I don't even care. (laughs) I've had two margaritas, so I wouldn't have said this at the start of the episode, but I'll say it now. (laughs) Two year emotional relationship with someone in America. Ooh. And do you, know, do you know what offends... An emotional America. Emo- do you know what? I'm going to offend so many people now and I don't give a fuck. Do you know what offended me so much about this? Do you know what they bonded over the most? Harry Potter. Oh, no. Not only was she cheating on me, their emotional... Co- She's a, not only is she cheating that? on you, she's a fucking loser. She was like, I'm slithering in your Gryffindor. Oh, I'm no. a Hufflepuff. I want to slither Fuck in your pussy. Off. What a fucking dork. So that not is only like was the biggest sh- ick ever. I like know. that would have sent me right I'm off. I'm pretty like, sure. You fucking have her, honestly. I'm pretty sure the first message I found <laughs> was the girl in America <laughs> had taken a photo of a Harry Potter book stand and was like thinking of you. Did it have like what's it called like a golden snitch? I bet it was a golden snitch. Fucking no, what, was, what are they called? 
She so, is a golden yeah, snitch. Yeah, I opened these Instagram messages to find that <laughs> they bitch. had had this. I mean, I'm sure, I, I, I assume it was online. They may, she may have come to the UK at some point, and I didn't know because trust me, I wouldn't have fucking known because she was no. slithering. She was slithering. I, I genuinely, I listen to this and I think, my God, did you dodge a bullet? Jesus Christ, don't I know that now? Did she cook for you every night like I do? Oh, she did, but it wasn't on the same same level. Yeah, so it was so so highly offensive that I was, you know, replaced by Harry Potter chat. Uh, Although, How shit must you have been? To be fair, I was going to say that, like, (laughs) it was my first lesbian relationship. I definitely was not perfect. I think I was quite emotionally shut off because even though I was fully out... Mm -hmm. And I didn't really have a traumatic coming out experience or anything like that. I do think I probably still had a lot of internalized homophobia. But it also homophobia. takes a while to navigate. And I also feel like when your frontal yeah. lobe cortex is not Yes. So I think emotionally I way. was not in the same place as this person. And that person probably needed a little bit more emotionally from me. I'm not making excuses because you're nah, a piece you of shit done for what, what you've you done. Babe. Yeah. And also then when we were both more mature, like you still fucked my best friend so you know I'm not I'm really not making excuses but I I can understand to a certain degree why but how did you feel that's what we want to talk about like this is the thing right so that was the beginning of the end and then we kind of did break up for ages and then we actually got back together Mm -hmm. for like another eight months after but the relationship was just it was was this a separate beds in Bali moment no oh that that was was another red flag that was actually before the harry potter well because she was trying to text her and yeah she was texting harry potter yeah which i obviously didn't know at the time she'd insist on us having separate beds when we were traveling and who does that in a relationship they're like yeah perfect but we'll have two separate beds literally eight months after and i I was still quite in i was still i was definitely still attached emotionally for sure Mm -hmm. but the relationship was was dead yeah and then one day we met up on oxford street and like it was just it was rain I remember it so well and it was raining and it was so dead and we were we were both like yeah this is like this is just so done mm-hmm. and that hit me really hard because there was no like reason at that point at that very yeah, specific point it was just point. we both knew it was just done right mm-hmm. and that was really hard and then I I went into real denial for a good few weeks. So I was fine. I mm. cried on the day really badly. And I was like, this is awful. I don't want to leave. I don't want to walk away from your apartment because I'm so upset that I know when I shut the door, it's done. Mm-hmm. And then when I did shut the door, I pulled myself together quite quickly. Mm-hmm. But I think emotionally that took me about a good year a year yeah. and a half to truly recover from. Mm-hmm. And the biggest mistake I made was I went into something else after thinking I was over it. You know, it wasn't like I was intentionally rushing to get another girlfriend because I wasn't, but I mm-hmm. did end up getting another girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and that was a labor of love in its own separate <laughs> kind of right. I definitely was traumatized by that. Mm. But one thing I will say, because this has been really quite deep, and I know how hard it is that if you're going through this right now or if you know you do go it in the future you go through it in the past you'll be able to um, relate to this I will never forget there was one morning where I just woke up and you almost get so comfortable in your pain that you just expect to feel pain all the time Mm -hmm. and I remember there was one day that I woke up and I expected for that 
that thing to hit me in my stomach and to hit me in my heart and to feel upset and awful when you listen to, to like a certain song or something you yeah, expect just, to like pull yeah, your fucking eyes and just out. have yeah. to pull like pull myself through another day and it was such an incredible feeling because I woke up and I was like I'm okay yeah oh my god I, f- I feel okay and mm. it was the most it was actually sad in a way because then you get so almost attached to your heartbreak because you it's do. still a part of the love for the person, right? And then Also, when we're both such creature of habits. I feel like yeah. that just becomes part of the routine. That's another habit. Like, yeah. 11 a.m., cry. And then I woke up <laughs> and I didn't feel like that anymore. And I was like, I can get up and face the day mm. and feel fine. Yeah. I feel okay. I, I and just that want, was yeah. the most amazing. And it took me a long time to get there. So if you're going through it and, you know, lesbian relationships they are literally they're your very girlfriend intense. your best friend they're very intense when you're in a lesbian relationship it is so intense it's so full-on it's so everything that when that goes it's almost like you know when you've got like an extractor fan on and you're cooking and it's so fucking loud and you're cooking and then you suddenly turn it off and you didn't realize how loud it was and you're like oh it's so oh heavy. shit yeah oh fuck yeah and what am i gonna freedom. do where do i go what do i yes do you know what i mean and it's also because it is way more stark Especially, I think, when we went through our breakups, when i go on Tinder and I'd see the lesbians on there, like, there weren't many for a start. I fucking cleared them all in, like, five yeah, minutes. Yeah, and then you're like, I know like, these people are suitable for me, so fuck, I'm going to be single for the rest yeah, of my life. Yeah, because the pool was way smaller. smaller. And you're like, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, and I think that that's, that's what kind of, like, hurts so much because you get so accustomed to this person literally being a fucking backpack in your life. And, and just yeah. com- complete um companionship version of you yeah. like they become another version of you i, I honestly like and i love you so much and i i'm i i would love to say that i'm not going to be absolutely psychotic when we break up because i'll be very upset. what do you mean when you meant say if if god fuck me you've just done you shagging in america then it's got to be someone <laughs> we're into call of duty actually both of us <laughs> we met on it's better than harry potter on call of duty it's we've been on one v one um no if Jesus, if we ever broke up, I know I'd be, I know I'd be bad, but, but mainly because it, like, I love you so much, but we have also built so Our much life, life together. Yeah. We are like a married couple just without the fucking stupid. Yeah, don't expect me to propose to you anytime soon. No, 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 no. I don't want you to, but First I'm saying all, that. Yes, I do actually, but I, no, uh, but well, it's not happening. <laughs> but I'm not, my I'm not tight ass is not dropping money on an engagement if ring anytime soon. Fee, that engagement ring better be it's still not coming. Route. It's probably still on not going to come. Bitch, no, but no, if, if we get a sign on. I want to be engaged for a good 10 years. It's not like I want the marriage. I just want to be engaged but i but 20 shut let's up. negotiate shut up but what i'm saying is we have all of the commitment possible that we could ever actually physically yeah. ever get we got a job together we got a fucking house together we got a dog together the dog the is dog's the main mine. thing like ziggy baby no the dog's mine let's not start this the, the dog let's is not fine. start this okay the dog, the dog's let's not even go there. okay the ziggy is, is the love of my life really truly yeah he might be the love of yours he's in the back I'm of my mind of if i ever think about doing anything but bad, i'm the I'm love like, of ziggy. his and you know that deep down who does he kiss first in the morning? Yeah, because I say to him, go and kiss mother. Because mm, he's don't following think you do. my demand. I actually command. don't think you do that. Oh, so, Fred, you can't even fucking walk the dog down the street with me without him looking at me like, please take the Yeah, leap, because it's routine. He's used to you myself. fucking walking him. That's why. It's not because I'm just... Shut up. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. But um, but no, I, I'm now in like a situation where, yeah, I can look back at that. But I have also learnt 
yep. those lessons of if you are really heartbroken, like I said, that person doesn't want you, fucking let them free, let, let them, them go. Out the, because Bad also bitch. that stops the games. I hate game players. Because Take then the power back. Because then because they'll go, what? You yeah. want to leave? A and lot like, of you just break up, up with me. issues yeah. are because you feel powerless. You you can take the power. Mm-hmm. Fuck it off. Block Quick. Em. Just move on. Just move on. Why don't? Why would you want to be with someone that, even if you're not breaking up, if you're arguing all the time and you're happy, What's why waste your point? life? Like it sounds so like basic preach Instagram quote. Like life is too short. But truly, yeah. If it we actually were arguing is. all the time, as much as I'd love you, I'd be like, fuck me. Yeah. Life is and too we short. did go through this. that phase where we were arguing all the time. But and then it we're, was de- just we're backtracking on our own advice yeah, but it, now. No, but it was just either fucking sort it annoying. Out or you either sort away. it out because you can sort it out through thorough communication. And if you cannot communicate on that level with that person without them flipping their shit. But we worked it out as well because yeah. I knew deep down that you were my person. Yeah, I wouldn't so. have worked it out with a lot of other people. No. So if you have that, you know, you will you know. know. If you've got that thing in your gut where you know it's not your forever person, stop wasting your time. Guys, we're now going to go into the to the latest horror story I say the latest this one was actually sent a few weeks ago but the other horror stories that we'd read out kind of tied more into the episodes we've been sitting on this one and whilst we've been sitting on it like I'm not going to sit here and pretend I've not read this before and Freya hasn't read this before because we have and we've had multiple conversations about trying to work (laughs) this out and we haven't been able to work so we want to hear like your opinion we want to hear your opinions on this one but we will give ours first so let me read this to you Hi, my name's Anya. I don't mind my name being used for the purpose of this story. Let's keep everyone else's name fake. So, I'm in my final year of uni and every Saturday my uni does a club night, which literally everyone goes to. Me and my housemates went out last week and I really didn't have any intentions of getting in with anyone because I've just become newly single. By the way, guys, if it sounds like I'm struggling to read this, sorry, Anya, love you, but you've got a lot of typos in here. And so this is why I'm struggling. (laughs) (laughs) me and my housemates went out last week and I didn't have any intentions of getting with anyone because I've just newly become single we got to the club and everything was normal just getting drinks and shots all good we head to the dance floor and at this point I see the prettiest girl looking and making doe eyes at me let's call her Eve love that killing Eve Jodie Comer one thing led to another and we ended up getting off whilst all of my friends cheered on I had finally rebounded we got so frisky and I got extremely horny so suggested she came back to mine and immediately she agreed me and Eve get back to mine but by this point I was slightly pissed (laughs) we started having sex which begins kind of clumsy but then we really get into it she goes down on me and honestly it's the best sex I've had in a while Then Eve whispers, sit on my face, which I then proceed to do. There I am, riding this girl's face, about to have, (laughs) sorry, about to have the best orgasm of my life, (laughs) when I hear a gurgling sound from under me. Almost like someone is drowning, I look down to see Eve soaking wet, like too wet. It didn't make any sense. (laughs) Then a hot wave of realisation came over me. I was kind of drunk, so in that moment, I'd mistaken my orgasm for a piss. (laughs) I fully pissed on her face. I began apologising immediately, and then she realised what I had done. She kind of said it was okay, but then proceeded to use my shower, put her clothes on, and literally ran out of the door. 
I am so embarrassed and I don't know what to do next. It's been about a week since it happened. Sorry, babe, we're only just reading it out and giving your advice now. It's only been a week since that happened, but I can't stop thinking about how good she made me feel. Do I text her? I really liked it and I don't know what to do. Please help. Oh, Anya, babe. (laughs) Fucking. I love this story so much because it's so multifaceted, right? Yeah. So it's like my first instinct goes to... You didn't piss. I don't think she pissed on her. She squirted on her a lot. You just said that that was the best orgasm of your life. Yeah. That that was was a a fucking squirt. Because I feel like you've really got to think about going for a wee. I don't know about anyone else. You get the pressure. You know when you're like, oh, I'm I'm going to actively pee. Yeah. And it's a different sense. It's a very different sensation of when you're squirting and when you're pissing. Like when you are having a piss, you like really feel it. Whereas you can have sex and like you feel yourself squirting. Sorry, straight girls, you probably don't. But you feel yourself squirting and it's a very different, it's a very different feeling. Also, yeah. if that bitch is gurgling, Gurgle. she's either the best lesbian in the world. She powered through that or too, you're right? weird. Yeah, but okay. so you No, can no, but she can't be that weird because she ran out the door. Like, because now for me, I'd I love said it. best. Oh. What I'm saying no. is... <laughs> She must be fucking incredible in bed, right? Because yeah, she must be. I know a lot of girls who squirt. For someone to be gurgling, though, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but Jesus, also... That's, yeah, like, let me just... No, physics. Because she is lying down and this girl is on top of her. Oh, Usually going, squirt literally will like fucking fly across the room. Whereas if you are directly, it's going to go straight down the mouth. Yeah. So... First I of all, love it. To Anya. I think legend. Own it because I really truly do not think you pissed. I think you squirted for the first time in your but life. But even babe. if you did piss, own it still. Just message her and be like, hello, toilet. <laughs> 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 like, what do you do at that point? This is. Yeah, it's been a week <laughs> and I need a fucking piss. This is Come putting over the and potty down, in potty mouth. <laughs> no. I also wouldn't mind if a fuck. If like, a hot girl pissed in my mouth, wouldn't care. Be it. No, I wouldn't I'd, care. I'd be, I'd be, go for so, it. So, Anya, let me be your toilet. Own it, babe. I yeah. don't think you pissed, but even if you did, own it. Yeah. I do think you squirted probably a lot for the first time in your life, and so you're mistaking it. Because you don't realise that you're squirting when you're squirting, but you mm. realise when you piss. Like, yeah. I feel like you're you're less likely to realise that yes. you're squirting yeah, yeah, than it's very you different. would if you were going for a wee. Oh, so... It's just incredible. This whole story is amazing. I don't know why she ran. I don't know why she left. That's the part that I don't understand. Because the- because if she let it go on for so long that she was gurgling, she must have liked it. Yeah, She's also if, if if you start if you if, if that starts to happen, you get a bit like, Oh Jesus, just flip her, turn her around and top yeah. her. Don't stay underneath, right? Yeah. Like she had a choice. No. So she had a choice to just manoeuvre yeah, the to situation so she wasn't having to gurgle. So this, oh, sorry. I just can't even give feedback because this situation is so incredible. But what I would say is you squirted for the first time in your life mm-hmm. that much. Maybe you've squirted before, but that much. Mm-hmm. I think you got uncomfortable, which made the girl maybe a bit uncomfortable. Maybe she might have felt like she'd done something wrong, which is kind of why maybe. she got up and left. Yeah. But what I would say, my advice on this one would be, I probably wouldn't message her. I wouldn't either. Because I don't think, no matter what, for what reason she left, I don't think it's 
good any like either scenario so she either left because she didn't like the fact that you made her gurgle she was like i'm in the fuck out she's a fucking loser that's why she left but or secondly, she left or because, because you were uncomfortable because you, you felt uncomfortable sad. either yeah. way she should have just sat up and been like oh, it's fucking fine Let's i want to know again. actually anya how did you respond after you saw her gurgling were you like oh i just pushed cpr out. what did you do did you say oh i just pushed your mouth mouth, d- mouth to mouth literally double <laughs> lip to lip yeah like what did you say in that moment because i would have been like oh my fucking god <laughs> and then if i was the girl this on the bottom just, i would have been like i'm a fucking this god just reminded me of something that i'd done and how i reacted so what it's not even that bad but like because this person was quite shy it was quite bad that i was having sex with someone once and it was like not like kinky rough sex which mm-hmm. is like vanilla and I don't know why I'd done this but out of nowhere I slapped her ass so fucking hard that she went oh <laughs> and literally like her back arched like a cat so kind of similar and I just went sorry <laughs> And carried on. Sorry. Do you know one thing that I would say? Just never apologise during sex. Yeah. Like, unless you've done something you know really fucking say? wild. Because we've all said... Okay, but I mean, like, if you're if you're in a situation where, like, the other person's having fun, oh, sorry, that kind of ruins the mood a little bit. Someone's shit having a in lot my mouth, fun. they're having to apologise. Oh, look, okay, I'm saying this in a very, like... I... We're going to ask you about this when you come on. I can't wait. Please, yeah, we'll just read it out. But I... If if it's within reason, like slapping the ass, just yeah. fucking own it. To be fair, I mean? Anya, fun. if you and this girl have spoken since, don't take our advice as like absolute bible. Obviously, if you've spoken since and worked that and out, and if you want to do it, do it. You amazing. Know, that's fine. But my opinion, my my yeah, I, I would personally would message. And, and you probably did squirt because you were quite drunk as well, so like you felt a little bit more free, relaxed. a bit more relaxed. You were yeah. having fun. It was great. Because a lot of done. girls often can't squirt because they're like too uptight. They're yeah. too worried about it. They're overthinking. They're it, too so. worried that they're gonna wee. And probably the positioning <laughs> as well of being on top mm. caused the squirt more. True. I'm gonna try it. It's just so good. Love that shit. What? Drinking Karen's squirt. Karen's. If Karen's were squirting, would they be Karen's? No. It is. Yeah, maybe the make squirt. the Karen squirt. Squirt for this Karen, is how and they might just fucking cheer up and stop being a. Karen. And again, going back to Jesus, this is how we push back to the to the Christians telling us, or any religion telling us that we're not going to heaven, is if we set up the Karen squirt charity. Yeah, absolutely. Lesbians making Karen squirt. Yeah, one one Karen at a time. One so way ticket up, to baby. fucking heaven, baby. I'm off. One way ticket to heaven. Who says I want to go to Hospitality heaven anyway? managers are clapping I want to go to everywhere. hell. We've been to hell multiple <laughs> times. I've been to fucking heaven in Sheba. <laughs> I've been to hell and I love it. <laughs> it I, is sweaty down there. It is hot. I love it down there. there. Is... Do you think that I'm worried that I might be going to hell? I live it most fucking weekends. We like the heat. Cunt. <laughs> I'm Cunt. there. So with the horror stories, we want more and more. So please feel free to email it. We've got our email in the link below so give us all your best because nothing is too rogue as far as we're concerned so we love to have a little chat about it and we have a chat with you as well yeah. which is really really great um and beyond cool. beyond stories like um any topics you guys want us to cover as well just let us know yeah. um 
complete open. We, we've got a few in the back pocket, but Always. more the merrier. Yeah. That's everything for... I think that is everything for episode, episode four. four of Can the Lesbian Supper Club podcast. Again, guys, this is going fucking crazy. Like, we can't keep up. Um, you're all legends. Like, the support has been insane. And yeah. honestly, I'm trying. We're trying to come back to every single one of you because, like you're all amazing and yeah. I genuinely want to give you all of our heartfelt kind of thank you. But just you. know that it's all really appreciated. But and we just keep going. It. Lesbians are going to take over the fucking world <laughs> one day. <laughs> Believe me. Lesbians at the club. Thank I'm you I'm going to so reverse much. climate change and I'm going <laughs> to get rid of turf. Yeah, abolish turf. No, do you know what? You can't abolish turf unless you abolish all the people, which is a whole other story. But what I am going to do... <laughs> is I'm going to buy Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to delete those paragraphs and I'm just going to put turf, I'm a cunt. I think you can and actually do that. that's it for today. That's it for today. That's everything. Thanks, everyone. Thank we'll you so much. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Love you.